Thank you guys for joining another episode of Let the Games Begin with Preston Sapp and myself. Preston Sapp, what's up? Sometimes me, always you. Hey, I'll take that. So on today's episode, we're going to go ahead and recap the draft. We're going to recap the Aaron Rodgers drama. And we have another one or two things to talk about. Not fresh on the top of my head. So Preston, how have you been since last time we spoke on the mic? Man, I've been good, man. You know, just getting back in the workforce and then um, just getting ready to set up there and do some more episodes for this podcast, man. I'm excited. I like it. So you, do you want to talk about that a little bit? You've recently, now you were working for a company and now you're working for what else? You want to explain that to us? Well, I was working for a company. I've been there. I was there for eight years. Um, then with everything that happened with the pandemic, they wanted to set up there and downsize from what I'm guessing. So they set up there. They brought up every write-up I had ever since junior high. <laughs> and they're like, man, we can't have you in the department anymore we got to move you somewhere else but we don't want to walk you out so we're going to drop your pay significantly and we're going to put you in this other department nah i'm just going to leave you guys have a good day and you know the thing is is that it's cliches but it's true i was really getting tired of working there anyway and i was getting ready to leave now my body feels a lot better so and you know that tends to happen a little bit when you know it's it's almost time kind of not to say i'm a religious man but prove it but god sends you a message every once in a while and lets you know hey it's it's enough it's enough so i think that was your god sent message to be like hey time to focus on maybe something else buddy something else so well good to see because now we have a little bit more time to get you on this podcast obviously it's not ideal at the moment but we're gonna make this work guys but we want to thank the viewership we want to thank the emails we want to thank the people who are helping grow and support this podcast for now because we're liking the feedback we're liking the reviews and guys keep sending those emails there's a lot of good stuff in there this episode, maybe not, not this episode, but the next episode, I'm going to start bringing these emails out and really start utilizing those as part of the show. So, But for now, guys, thank you for the support. Thank you for the emails and positive feedback. Keep sending it our way. Thank you so much. It's just much appreciated, man. We're just trying to get this thing off the ground. Just trying to live our dreams, man. And so thank you for the support. <laughs> nice, nice. So we'll get right into it. So real quick, real quick, before we started the podcast, we had something that came up that caught both our attention. Now, I don't know if you've heard if you guys have heard about it, but apparently there's a big drama right now with the consent with Disney. Now, sports talk, it's not sports talk, but it did get our attention real quick. They're saying, can you can you tell me what they were saying a little bit more clearly? Well, I guess basically what they were saying was that um, for what the video that we had saw was that Snow White didn't consent to the kiss that the prince Snow gave White her. Did, neither did any of the princes, princesses in the prince that weren't consenting with the kiss. First of all, how does that make you feel? Because I'll let you know how that makes me feel. Well, the thing is, is that what's the whole point of the story? She was asleep and she needed a kiss from a prince to wake her up. So technically, she consented to it. But I don't want to get into that because to me, it's just all just dumb and stupid. America's just going soft. And I, 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 I don't know. You know, that, that's, a very good, that's a very good point, man. I, I was talking, I, I keep talking to people. And I, to be honest, I start feeling like I'm an old grumpy old man half the time when i'm talking about certain things especially nowadays man i feel like i'm the one who's the 90 year old when we were in high school and those 90 year olds were always Get complaining about i'll tell you right now that one time when they were complaining in disney and the consent and all this other stuff i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna kiss a woman when dude you can't look of course you have to consent to a certain point but if you can't read the room and you don't know what consent is versus you having to ask for it Brother, that's on you. You know, you're already a creeper to begin with if you can't read the room. But that's a skill set apparently we're losing because more and more people aren't giving consent when they go to someone's house 
They go into their bedroom and then they complain, I didn't consent him to kiss me. First of all, girls, don't go in the house. Don't go in the house if you know he's a creeper. Obviously, I thought we we're just going to talk isn't going to cut it these days. You know, you put yourself in the position. Uh, this might be an unpopular belief, but if you feel the guy's a creeper, stay away from him. Don't get in his car. Don't drive to his house, especially girls. Don't go into his bedroom. I'm about to have two girls in the house that I have to worry and take care of. And guess what I'm going to tell him? Don't drive with creepers. But this consent with Disney stuff, man. Anyways, we got off topic. It just got, it just kind of got our attention a little bit. We want to share kind of how you guys feel about it, what you guys think about it. It's a little weird aspect and has nothing to do with sports, but I thought it caught our attention to the point where we, we figured we'd put it on the mic. My thing is this, it's a child story and now we can't even, the kids can't <laughs> even have stories anymore. I mean, like, heck, they want to set up there and cancel Paw Patrol and, um, let's do it. I'm in. Where do I sign? Why do you want to cancel Paw Patrol? Because I don't know what it is, man. It's a kid's cartoon about dog cops. I'm back in. I like cops. I like dogs. How do you feel about cops? Don't 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 yes. make us lose viewers. <laughs> just kidding. But anyways, guys, let's let's move on. That was just some weird drama we saw on the news. It made no sense to us that now Disney's under attack for consent because all the prince princes that kiss princesses uh, apparently is no longer consent. So that was a little weird off topic I thought would be interesting to bring up so thanks a lot Karen thanks Karen but let's let's get into it AA Ron Mr. Aaron Rodgers what is going on man there's no sports news except that news man that's just like a bad marriage just waiting to end um it just looks like to me that Aaron Rodgers is the pissed off significant other or uh, so not significant other, this pissed off spouse that just wants to leave. Um, I've heard so many uh, scenarios and um, algorithm, al- uh, blah, blah, blah. What's the word I'm looking for? Algorithms. Or, uh, accusations? Not accusations. Uh, what's analysis? Analysis. Uh, analysis and scenarios and all this stuff about, right. how, uh, about how they can sit up there and relate this sp- specific topic to where people can relate to it. And basically, you know, it's just that Aaron Rodgers wants to leave. They've done him wrong. I don't know all the specifics about how they've done him wrong, but he's ready to go. And um, what can the Packers do except for get him out of there? Now, the thing is, is this. I know everyone said up there talking about it was like, well, why don't you trade Aaron Rodgers for Russell Wilson? That's not going to work because the Packers aren't in need of a quarterback because they drafted Justin Love last year. So they already have a quarterback in place. But I guess what they thought, I mean, the thing is that here's what the Packers did because they did the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Now, they didn't trade up to get Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers fell into their lap. But when they had Brett Favre and they drafted Aaron Rodgers in the first round, hey, we have our future. Brett, it's time for you to go. Now, what Brett did, Brett was always playing, well, I don't know if I retire, if I want to retire. Okay, I'm going to retire. Nope, wait a minute. I want to come back. So Aaron Rodgers sat on the bench for three years. Then the Packers brass was like, hey, we've had enough of this. You're done. Where do you want to go to? Now, the thing is, at that time, you would think, well, any team would want Brett Favre. Not so. Not not, not so. Brett Favre had two choices. Where did you want to go to? You can either go to the Jets or you can go to Tampa Bay. Brett Favre and his stupid self, in which now he's saying too much stupid stuff anyway. He gets on my nerves. I want to go to Tampa Bay. And then what they do, they shipped his behind to the New York Jets where he was there for one year, then wound up going to the Vikings and almost went to the Super Bowl with with the Vikings his first year, but didn't work out. So now we have A.A. Ron. And now what A.A. Ron is telling them, look, hey, 
If you guys don't want to get me out of here, if you guys don't want to trade me out of here, hey, I'll retire and I'll go do Jeopardy. Because he now he's doing now he's a Jeopardy host, a celebrity Jeopardy host. But people are saying that he's really good at it, and I mean, like from what the contract negotiation, what I'm hearing is that he can get 17 million dollars a year for doing 46 episodes of Jeopardy. That sounds like a pretty cushy gig, especially if you're getting pissed off at your workplace. And I think he can do all those episodes in about 40 days. They said so he can do an episode a day and literally just 40 days of work, making 17 million. But, you know, if you're the Packers, do you trade them or do you say, hey, you bite the bullet and you're like, you're going to stick around. You better just retire because I'm not going to trade you. Yeah. They, what choice do they have? Because he doesn't want to come back. And the thing is, but is that I'm he, telling you, what do you do as management? Do you let him retire, force him to retire, or do you trade him and get something out of him? You're, if, if you want to get some assets, well, that's the thing about that is that being an NFL team, you just can't let him go away for anything because if you let him sit and retire, all you're going to get is $20 million that he has to pay you back and a quarterback that you know is not ready. Jordan Love was a third-string quarterback, so basically he wasn't even on the game day roster. He was a practice squad guy. He was a scout team guy. He was a clipboard guy last year, and that's all he was. So now, I mean, like in the Packers, they're already the settling for life without Aaron Rodgers because now there's uh, putting out calls to quarterbacks because now they basically only have one active quarterback on their roster which is Jordan Love and he is not ready so what are you going to do and I think I messed his name up like about three or four times it's fine we, we know yeah. who you're talking about it third string quarterback exactly so but if I'm if if I'm the well what I'm hearing to be honest with you I'm hearing the Broncos pretty much are confirming that they've went ahead and they're about to sign the deal that it's a done deal that he's going to go to the broncos well i mean like what can they do because i mean like john elway has proven that he can't draft a quarterback but he can't recruit <laughs> one though i mean like look at all the quarterbacks that he's drafted he draft he he had the nerve to draft past paxton lynch and paxton lynch couldn't even play a snap in the nfl you know i mean like hey they're the guys that drafted tim tebow and he also gets on my nerves but you know Hey, as soon as Peyton Manning hit the free agent market, you know, they put a stamp on, on Tim Tebow's head and shipped him the hell up out of there. So, I mean, like, hey, I mean, like, John Elway's good at recruiting quarterbacks. So, you know, I mean, like, and, you know, it's kind of like this, you know, whatever team Aaron Rodgers goes to, they become a Super Bowl contender. Oh, absolutely, man. He goes wherever he goes. So do you want to be responsible for sending your competition away to potentially win a Super Bowl? Or do you want to be part of this of the organization that said, we're not going to let you go because we don't want to be part of letting you go and winning a Super Bowl? Because they're running the risk of him winning a Super Bowl as soon as he leaves. That tends to be the, the track record for, you know, a quarterback of that caliber deciding to go somewhere else. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to give him the tools. They're going to give him the people he needs. They're not going to draft. They're not going to trade away his top receivers, even though the receiver's not even a top receiver, but the way he makes them perform, they become top-rated receivers to him. And they're going to give him the tools and aspects of, of the game that he's going to need to be successful, which the Packers have proven. They, they're not interested. They're going to do what they want to do. Aaron Rodgers, shut up and play ball. Yeah. And then Tom Brady can go and just say, I want Antonio Brown. <laughs> that loose cannon? No way. He's there the next day. Come living on. in his house living but in his house here, here here's why here's the difference but here's the difference in those situations is that tom brady was well, never traded and he's won super bowls by the yeah. way he's won well, plenty of super bowls yeah. well aaron Rodgers has won one but i mean like that's okay. not enough so i mean let's look at it this way tom brady was a free agent 
when he went to Tampa Bay. He was not traded. Peyton Manning was a free agent when he went to the Broncos, was not traded. Basically, you are trading away your Super Bowl aspirations. So that lets you know how bad of a job that management has done. And really, from what I see, he's mad at one person, which is the GM, Brian Gutenkutz, which I guess that's how you say his name. Everyone else wants to call him Goody because there's so Goody. many dis- Goody, uh, Goody. enunciations of his name. So that's what we're going to call him. We're going to call him Goody. Goody, you done messed up. <laughs> you don't messed up, Goody. But the thing is, is that that's how the Packers operate. The Packers set up there, they, uh, they're looking at Aaron Rodgers like this. Now, Henry, do you know... Let's go. It's, you're good. I ain't cutting shit out. Let's go. Do you know anything about black exploitation movies? Absolutely. No, you don't. I am a member of Wakanda. What do you mean? I know exactly what the Black Panther was. Black Panther really isn't a black exploitation movie. Yes, it was by Disney or by Marvel, my friend. Yes, it was. We need to make money off. What are we? What? What is the color of my skin in Wakanda? Any. Shut your mouth. I know what that means. Anywho, okay. my baby's half African, by the way. One of the best black exploitation movies out there is Superfly. Now, there's one instance in Superfly. Basically, Superfly is a pimp and a coke dealer that wants to get out the game and go legit. And there's one that's crime exploitation, by the way. That's that's glorifying crime, by the way. Blacks aren't the only one that commit crimes. My people do too. Let's go, Mex. What are the Mexicans? We commit crimes too. Half your family's Mexican now. Get Let me with get it. back to my topic. <laughs> anyway. Get back to it. Pay attention to your own show. Okay. Anyway, so there's a famous scene in that movie where Superfly is trying to convince Eddie, hey, you know, we can put our money together and we can set up there and go legit. That's my whole plan. I'm getting tired of this lifestyle. I'm getting tired of it. I want to get out. Send up there dealing with these dirty cops. I got to pay them off. I'm getting tired of it. Don't want to do it. And then Eddie looks at him and says, what you know about getting out of the life in setting that other world on its ear what the f are you gonna do except hustle besides pimping you really got a stomach for that and that's what the packers are sitting up there and telling hey, hey, wrong. <laughs> i liked it's like, it do you I liked really it. have a fantastic. stomach to leave us do you really have the stomach to go to the other team yes but here's the thing about stubborn a.a ron yes i do A.A. Ron will set up there and turn his back on his family. So what do you think he's going to do with you guys? So, Packers, you done messed up. You got to set up there. You got to get him out of there because what you have nothing now. You actually, you absolutely have nothing. They, they, even, even with A.A. Ron, what do they really have, man? They've kept him down. They've suppressed him to the point where, you know, even if you have a, a Super Bowl winning caliber of quarterback, what else do you have? You don't have anything else. You keep throwing away your, your aspirations and players and just giving them away for whatever you need to. It's, it's kind of the same situation that it is in Houston. It's, a, it's becoming a train wreck, man. It's becoming a train wreck. And by the way, you're talking about A.A. Ron's brother, aren't you? Yes. Now, here's the thing about that is that I don't think it has to do with anything with player personnel or coaching staff or anything like that. I just think it's what it is, is that there's it's like what you had stated earlier. Hey, just go play football. We'll handle everything else. Shut your mouth and play. But you got Tom. But he's sitting there. He's looking at Tom Brady. And Tom Brady, and like you said, Tom Brady's like, hey, I want Gronk. Gronk retired to be a wrestler, but you know something? I want him over here. Hey, I want, uh, he's like, hey, I want this running back. I want that wide receiver. I want this. I want that. And Tampa Bay is giving it to him. But when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, the Packers aren't giving him anything. And really what it is, it's just bad communication. 
that's just what it is. There's no head of the organization. That's the problem. There's, yeah, because the whole town, uh, uh, wherever they're from, somewhere in that cold Siberian place, they all own it. So they really don't have a set owner. So yeah, when that's when you become a socialist club, this is exactly what happened. There's too many. There's too many hands in the basket, and not enough one person to take the full responsibility. So when a bad decision is made, who are you going to blame? You got to be able to blame somebody. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what, if he was a Dallas Cowboy, oh, Jerry wouldn't let that happen. Oh my goodness. Don't, dude, don't get me started. Goodness gracious. Nah, That's, I'd get rid of Dak Prescott. I would get rid of minute. Dak for legit. Bye, Dak. Get your ankle better. Peace. Yep. Look, no, there is, there's no way. Jerry's probably not drooling a little bit trying to get AA run over here, man. Come on now. Are you kidding me? So, but man, this is, this is probably going to be a talk for the next upcoming episodes because we don't even know. The full story quite yet. A lot of people are saying A.A. Ron leaked the information right before the draft so he could be headlined. A lot of people are saying, why would he do that? He's too smart for it. Other people are saying he's smart enough to do it at this particular time. So there's so much out there not knowing who released this information that he was so unhappy. He's ready to go. Whether it was the Packers or whether it was A.A. Ron's side of, you know, on his team. So there's a lot of stories that aren't are conflicting. We don't really know the full story quite yet, but we really want to get down to it because there ain't nothing else going on except for this story right now. Well, you know the Packers did it because... Of course look, they did. Yeah, look, look at what But they're said. blaming A.A. Ron. They're people, blaming him. People in the Packers brass have said, have said that Aaron Rodgers told them that he doesn't want to come back. And now you're hearing other stories that Aaron Rodgers said that after the, NF, uh, the NFC Championship game. I'm not coming back. Where, where do you think they got that from? People inside the organization. Of but course. then you have Aaron Rodgers at the Kentucky Derby sitting up there saying that he won't do an interview about it, but it's that he's very disappointed that the information got out. So now, Packers, you have basically screwed yourself by upsetting this man even more than what he is. Now he's livid, and now he's talking about sitting at home. You want your $20 million back? Hey, I'll give you your $20 million back. I can make that doing Jeopardy. Boom. So, what are you going to do, Packers? You're going to have to sit up there and start all over. For the past two years, your record is 26 and three, uh, 26 and six, in the regular season. And now, you you're lucky if you're a 500 ball club. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm with you there, man. I'm 100 percent with you because that's the only person that's keeping that that ball club afloat and in a winning position. Every time you watch a game, hey. Don't count him out because as long as that guy has the ball in his hand, they could win this bull. They they could win this this football game. Yeah. So I mean, I think for the for the benefit of the NFL, for the benefit of fans, they gotta trade him. But for the benefit of the Packers, I would just sit my butt down and say, hey, you better just retire. As a businessman, if I was running the Packers, I would force him to retire because there's no way I'm letting him in, a, or I'm being part of the organization that traded. AA run away, man. I'm going to make sure I make him retire, but for the benefit of all of us, let the man go. Yeah. Let the man go. Yeah, yeah. And teams like the Broncos are sent up there and willing to tell you, we'll give you anything. Anything. For uh, anything Cowboys should for give him anything. Half our offense, you can have them. You can have them. Amari Cooper, we don't need him that bad, anyways. Nah, nah. I see CD Lamb becoming the number one receiver of that squad here. Absolutely, in the next year anyway. man. Um, Amari's, I mean, Amari's fantastic. We'll, we'll get into the Cowboys talk in a second. No Cowboys talk. No Cowboys talk. No Cowboys talk. No Cowboys talk. <laughs> we're sitting up here still talking about AA Ron, AA Ron and what's going on. We're and, cheering for you. We're rooting for you. I want to see him get traded. What do you want to see from him? Man, 
it's not the, what I want to see. It's just what that needs to happen. He has to be up out of there because it's not going to make any sense for him to say all this stuff and for him to feel how he feels and then come back. Oh, everything's cool. Let's go try and win another yeah, Super Bowl. Dude, can you it's, imagine? It's like going to work after you just got written up five times for everything you do. And then you're still going to show up to work and give them top performance. Kick rocks. Kick rocks, Jeff. I ain't got time for this. Exactly. Kick rocks. Peace out. So, but guys, again, this is an ongoing conversation. It's it's a good, good part. It benefits all of us in the NFL as fans because anywhere he goes, it's going to be like Tampa Bay getting Tom Brady. It's going to be one of those refreshers for any team that gets AA run. They're going to now be the team to look at for a potential Super Bowl run just because the caliber of quarterback he is. So not to kiss his behind too much. I mean, he's, he's, he's not my favorite quarterback, but I have nothing but respect for the guy. I want to see him get traded for all of us to be able to watch good TV. Hey, I'm, you know, and him with, with him getting traded, I would like to see him getting traded to the Broncos because guess who else is in that division? The Kansas City Chiefs. Uh-oh. And we get A.A. Ron versus Pat Mahomes Uh-oh. twice a Come year. Come on, guys. See, already win-win situation. Packers, let the man go. Free your boy Aaron. Don't make him retire. Pretty please. Don't. And make then him here's the thing about that. Now the NFL schedule is already set, and about what games are going to be broadcasted on what networks Ooh. and the times. But I bet you, you let that man get traded to Denver. The we making changes. We making changes. Flex out. <laughs> Flex out. Yeah, man. This is it's exciting, man. This talk is exciting on multiple levels, and I it's going to keep going. So, but we'll move off of this and we'll move into the most important topic for this entire show, draft pick, first round draft picks. So I don't have a list. I don't have a schedule of who was picked at what point. You're going to give me your rundown and you're going to let me know most notables. We don't have to go down list point by point, but let's just get most notables. Okay. So Trevor Lawrence obviously went number one. Um, Wilson went number two to the Jets. Um, let's let's go ahead for these people who aren't familiar with draft. So Lawrence was what quarterback, and who did he go to? Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, went number one overall to the Jacksonville Jag- uh, Jaguars. And how do you think they're going to utilize him? You think he's going to be an asset there? Do you think they're going to waste his talent? Do you think he has no talent? What do you what are you thinking about it? Because he was the most touted of this draft. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, people have been saying that he's going to be the number one overall pick ever since he was a sophomore in high school, which now that he's going to Jacksonville, he's going to lose his first regular season game. Oh, come on. (laughs) He went undefeated (laughs) all through high school. Um, The two years he started at Clemson went undefeated in the regular season. He won one national championship there. Um, And now he's going to probably lose like his first four games. But, you know, the thing is, is that they hired Urban Meyer there. Trust me, until let me tell you this. Urban Meyer is not going to be there long. Urban Meyer may give you four years and pass a torch to someone else. Okay. Because that's just that that's that's just what he does. There's a the you know he you know he has a paper trailer that he did that at Bowling Green, he did that at Utah, he did that at Florida, he did that at Ohio State. But he's a good college coach. I don't know how much that's going to transfer over to the NFL. But I mean, like now, a lot of the players that they have on their roster um, are familiar with Urban Meyer because it's not that long that Urban Meyer has been out of the game. So uh, some of these players were actually recruited by Urban Meyer. They just went somewhere else. So, so I think that it may work out. I mean, like it's kind of a weak division that they have. I really don't know their schedule yet. Um, um, 
I still think they're going to be last in the division, but I mean, like, Ken, it's all about the system and the culture. If you set Trevor Lawrence upright, he is good for you because, I mean, like, he stepped in as a true freshman and won a national championship. Not a lot of people can say that. Fair enough. And then you have Zach Wilson from BYU. I don't think that's going to work out at all because, I mean, like, first of all, Zach Wilson looks like he's 12 years old. And, you know, it's set up there. It's funny. They have a picture of, like, all the other draft picks with Zach Wilson. And they're sitting up there, you know, they're just sitting up there throwing up signs and everything. Because, I mean, like, it's not like they're sitting up there throwing up any gang signs. But, you know, you can tell that Zach Wilson hasn't been around a lot of black people because, I mean, like, he came from Utah and went to BYU. And if you know the story of BYU, you know why they don't really have people that look like me at that school. So, you know, he looked nervous. He's going to learn a lot. I mean, like, right, right now he looks 12, but being in that being in that cluster show that is the New York Jets, he's going to age really, 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 really fast. Yeah, look him up, guys. Zach Wilson, he does look like he's about 11 years old, and he is a quarterback going to the New York Jets. So who else we got? Now you got the now you have the biggest story of the draft because people say that the draft wasn't going to start until pick number three. And the 49ers basically mortgaged their future to trade up and get that pick. And everyone sat up there and believed that they were going to take Mac Jones out of the University of Alabama. But what happened is, was that Kyle Shanahan said, hey, I'm smart. I'm going to prove that I'm smart and I'm going to take Trey Lance. Now, Trey Lance, um, he played Division II ball. He went to the same school as Carson Wentz. They didn't play last year because, I mean, like the school just decided to shut everything down because of COVID. But they gave him like one showcase game just for him. So... Set up there, did that, and he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be a developmental project. It's kind of you know how you see now, you know where you, as soon as a quarterback's drafted, boom, you want to put him on the field. Right. But now that's gonna be like how we saw quarterbacks when we were younger when they got drafted. You set them on the bench for a year and then see how everything works out. But the thing is, the 49ers have Jimmy Garoppolo. And what Jimmy Garoppolo has proven that he cannot stay healthy. So there may be a point in time where Trey Lance is going to have to step on the field. But, I mean, like, he's he's lined up with the best offensive play caller in the league. So, and then, you know, you have the, the Falcons. They took Kyle Pitts at number four. All right, so... I would have taken Kyle Pitts, too, because Kyle Pitts is the most talented player in the draft at the tight end position. And that tells you a lot about what he can do. But I still would have taken a quarterback because, I mean, like, yeah, you got Matt Ryan, but you don't have Matt Ryan for very long. So set up, I mean, like, you set up there, you take Matt, you set up there and you draft a quarterback. You keep Matt Ryan for one more year, let him ride off to the sunset, let him go to another team, and then, boom, you can sit up there and start working on your future. But I'm not going to argue with him taking Kyle Pitts because if I was in that position, it would have been tough for me, but I probably would have taken Kyle Pitts too. And then you have some offensive linemen drafted, you have some cornerbacks drafted, and then you get to the Dallas Cowboys pick. And the da- from, from there, you know, any other duly noted you know, draft picks, because we're going to get more detailed with the actual Dallas Cowboys on our next episode. So this is a all Dallas Cowboy podcast coming up. But for now, any other duly noted draft picks that you think were still other than the Cowboys? Oh, yeah. I mean, like the Bears traded up again to get a quarterback and they drafted Justin Fields. Now, Justin Fields, I believe he's in a good situation because it's just that 
ever, because ever since Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence were in high school, they've always been 1A, 1B. People thought that Trevor Lawrence was a tick above Justin Fields, but it's funny to me how all of a sudden all these quarterbacks are so great, but Justin Fields is just as great too. I mean, like, he won. I think he also went undefeated in the regular season as well at Ohio State, but now it's just so funny that his stock has fallen that much. So the Bears trade up, draft him, so you, you know, because. They didn't renew Mitchell Trubisky's contract. He's now back up for Buffalo, so they need a quarterback. But he's just in a bad situation because you have a GM and a head coach fighting for their jobs. And so now you're asking a rookie quarterback to save your job. I don't see how that's going to work. Yeah, that's, that's you, you know, if you're a coach or a GM and you think that's even a viable option, hey, pack your shit. I mean, sorry, pack your stuff. And then <laughs> you have the most – then you have – a notable quarterback that got drafted, Mac Jones. Mac Jones fell to New England at pick number 15. Now, what a lot of people were saying was that when the 49ers traded up to the number three spot that they were going to take Mac Jones. And for the life of me, I was like, why would you trade him? Because, you know, to be honest with you, Mac Jones, okay, I'm not wrong about many draft picks. I've only been wrong that I, in my recollection, about two. I was wrong about Taco Charlton, and I was wrong about Matt Leiner. And to me, Mac Jones is Matt Leiner 2.0. He's just a product of having good players around him. When Matt Leiner was at USC, he could hand the ball off to Reggie Bush. He could hand the ball off to Lindell White. He could throw to Reggie Bush. He could throw to Mike Williams. He could throw to Bird. And plus, they had the defense to back him up. Got him two national championships. Now, you said up there, you look at what Mac Jones had. Mac Jones handing off to Najee Harris, the best running back in the draft. At one point in time, Mac Jones threw to to, to Judy, Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell. All those four guys were first-round draft picks in the draft. Two of them went last year. Two of them went this year. So, to me, Mac Jones was just a product of the system. Now, I don't know why people are really comparing him to Tom Brady. I guess because they're both slow and white, you know, but (laughs) that's all I see. But, you know, I think the system that he's in place in in New England, I mean, like, yeah, you're going to have to back up Cam Newton because, I mean, like, New England has set up there and shown that they want to win right now. And I'll tell you this, I really wasn't a fan of New England when Tom Brady was there. But when Cam was there, I was interested. Now I just realized that I'm not a fan of Tom Brady. Okay, fair enough. I'm not. Hey, so, hey, I'll give you this right now. If you open up Madden right now, is my entire mutt team the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady as my starting quarterback? It is. It is. Hate to the, say, I'm a fan. That's the difference between me and you, man. <laughs> I don't play mutt. Hey, man, I, I only play the Cowboys for so long, but just giving him the credit when, you know, everyone is, this talk has been beat up. Greatest of all time, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as he did that, for the first time in the history of me buying Madden, I actually switched teams and I went to, as my stepdaughter would say, the T-Bones, because she had no idea what what TB meant. She's like, does that mean T-Bones? <laughs> Fair enough. So we call them the T-Bones in this house. So, hey, 
It is what it is. You can call him a trash bag to me. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, like, and then I guess a Matt Jones set up there and bought into the hype that he was going to get picked number three. And then <laughs> just having the cameras on him the whole time as he Yikes. slid and Yikes, slid man. and slid Yikes. and slid in the, the draft. Last, the last was, time I remember seeing that was with the quarterback. Hey, Aaron. Well, not 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 that. What was his name? A uh, quarterback for the Geno Smith. He was supposed to be drafted in the first round, and then he didn't get drafted yeah. until the second round. Yeah. And Lamar from the Ravens. It happened to him too. Oh, I remember yeah. he the camera dude. The camera made it was depressing watching him just keep sliding down. Oh, but man, he's turned that into a great situation. Absolutely. But yeah, but then just to see Mac Jones finally get drafted, and then, man, let me tell you something, man. He is power walking as fast as he can up to that stage. You know what he looked like to me? He looked like Principal Skinner getting ready to send Bart Simpson to detention. There we that's go. That's what he looked like to me in that suit and everything. And that's another thing about the draft, too. You have to come swagged out. Hmm. Now, if anyone knows suits, it's me. Henry, wasn't I looking pretty fly at the wedding? Yeah. I was looking pretty fly. Check your boy out. You know, so, but yeah, the suits were fly. But then, like I said, just him, just the way he walked. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I see Principal Skinner all over him. But that's our draft recap, guys. Um, we're going to get, like uh, like he said, we're going to get more detailed into, especially with the Cowboys, because this is a Cowboys podcast. But that's just my quick synopsis of the draft to see how these guys pan out. We really won't know if, this is, if it's a successful draft to like three or four years down the road. Absolutely. But let's see what happens with these guys. Absolutely. Like everything else. So. Let's see who stays. Let's see who falls. Let's see what happens. So, but guys, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Let the Games Begin with Preston Sapp and myself. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put a description for the YouTube channel where you can check out Mr. Sapp's wedding dance. You guys can see his moves and see what's up with him. I'll go ahead and link a description to the actual YouTube video. Now, guys, here's the most important one. If you can, and if you listen on Apple iTunes, if you can please subscribe, leave us five stars out of five, and the trick is, if you can leave us an actual comment. So if you can just say hi, yes, hello, or leave us an actual good comment on the actual algorithm for Apple iTunes, it helps solidify all the platforms. So the most important one, if you do listen on Apple iTunes, please, please, please go ahead and give us a shout out there. That's the most important one for now to help us grow this podcast. So everything else is just icing on the cake. But for now, if you can focus on just Apple iTunes, it does help us out quite a bit. Obviously on Spotify and everything else, if you can just give us five stars or a thumbs up, much appreciated. But thanks again, guys, for tuning in to another episode of Let the Games Begin. And tell a friend to tell a friend.